How's it going, everybody? Here to do a review talking about the Rings franchise. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the Ring, the Ring 2, and Rings. We'll get there. I have a lot to say about the new one. Um, so this is the next franchise on my big horror movie watch for those of you that have been uh, following along. So I figured I'd talk about it because I... I have a lot to say about the franchise, but also outside things outside of the franchise, but the idea of doing another film so many years later, things like that, all that kind of jazz. So if you're in for that, then stick around. Alright, let's jump into this uh, review, shall we? Um, so, I would say I saw the Ring movies pretty pretty shortly after they, after they came out. At least the first one, and then of course, I never saw the second one in the theater, but once it came out on DVD and stuff, you know, um, I saw it. So, or maybe the Ring 2 was already out, and I, and I watched them both. I can't remember. But, um, I would say I maybe saw, like, like the first one I saw maybe, like, three years after it came out, maybe-ish. Um, loved them. Uh, you know, I've talked about before here on the podcast how when I was younger, um, one of the things that me and my dad used to do a lot, and I had a couple buddies that I did it with, too, but we would love to go to pawn shops and uh, get DVDs and um, that's where I got my copies of The Ring and Ring 2 on DVD was at a pawn shop so I've, I've got them so I've watched them for years loved them but then you know years went by years went by of course a lot of people didn't like Ring 2 and it was up until just a few years ago that we got rings you know it took that long before Somebody was like, hey, let's let's take another stab at this. So first, let's talk about the first two movies. I love the first two movies. I think that first Ring movie does such a good job with setting up this pr- new premise, you know. Um, I haven't ventured to watch Ringu or Ringu 2 yet. Uh, that That's next year. My buddy and I that are doing our Halloween watch this year, we definitely want to watch it, uh, watch them. Um, next year um, but um, but yeah you know uh, it's great you know um, so you know I, you know just the dynamic of this like what would you do if you found out about this tape would you, you know would you watch it would you be curious and then finding out about all the stuff about you know, Samara and and all of that. I just, I just, I don't know. I just, I've always felt like it's a very interesting movie, and I totally get why there are some horror fans that don't like it. You know, to each his own. But to me, I just thought it really worked, and you know, it was like I was telling my friend, The Ring Two is my favorite one in the franchise, and it's because number one, you you guys, if you've been following me for a while, if you haven't, um. 
I'm somebody who I love mo- coming of age movies. I love movies about kids, especially boys, and that's something that I really just clung to to the ring too. I think the young actor that played Aiden is such a great actor. I think he did such a great job as his character, especially near the end of Ring Two, where he's having to act like he's Samara in his body. Like, I don't think a lot of people understand just how hard that is. Um, I just, I don't know. I just thought it was really interesting. Like, sure, have we seen other movies in the past, like before this movie came out, where there's a, a character that possesses another person, especially a kid. Absolutely, 100%. But if you've bought into the premise of the first one, I don't understand how you can hate The Ring 2 as much as a lot of people do. I totally get, like, not liking as much as the first. That's fair, you know. But to say it's this awful movie, I don't think you really understand what the first movie was then. You know, because... You know, for me and my buddy yesterday, or or actually the day before yesterday, we watched both of the Ring movies back to back. So it was very clear, seeing the movies back to back, how the second one is absolutely part two of the story. Like, you can't have the second one without the first one. You know, like, and, and maybe that's a reason why a lot of people don't like it. Maybe some people think that you could have just ended it with the first one. But the interesting thing is, you have the original director of Ring U coming in to direct the Ring Two, and I felt like the the another reason why I loved the Ring Two so much more because it does ha- have that more classic horror film to it. It's it's filmed like an original Poltergeist. It's filmed like an old style eighties horror movie, and I loved that about it. And I think that's what I liked about it more than the first one. Sure. Did the first movie have a more original story? 100%. But this is the continuation of the story. It's like... It's like the Fellowship of the Ring and Two Towers. It's like, you know... In... You know, this is just the continuation of what's... What's happening. And... I just just thought it was really great. I just... I loved it. Like, for me, The Ring 2 is... Is like that's how you do a proper sequel to to a story you know and continuing it but then last night we watched rings and um i don't even know where to start because um it's bad and i don't understand how there are some people out there that give it any kind of praise because it's hot garbage. It is smelly, steaming garbage. And like the only thing and the only thing good about this movie is Vincent D'Onofrio. Okay? He's the only good thing about this movie. Alright? Only. Um now I will say the acting isn't horrible, you know, um, especially from, I forget the actor's name, but he plays Leonard in Big Bang Theory. He did a good job, you know, but 
you know, outside of him and Vincent D'Onofrio, everybody else in the movie, again, they weren't they weren't bad. It wasn't like nails on a chalkboard or anything like that. But it wasn't good. It wasn't. It just it wasn't good. And the story didn't make sense. Um, so I want to get into this conversation first. Because this is the... Because I was having a lot of issues with the movie as it was going along. But a lot of that was due to story composition, script... Uh, there, there, there was no clarity to this movie on how it was being portrayed. But by the end of the movie, I got what they were. I got what they were trying to do. I still don't think it worked. I think it's a hot pile of mess. But by the end of it, I, I got it, and I'm not on board in terms of I like it, but I'm on board in terms of I understand. I still have my issues, and we'll come back to that later. But here's the thing. We're, we're talking at least, what, at least 10 years since the first one came out, when this came out? And I know this, what, came out in 2019, something like that? 2018, 2019? I, I don't... I don't understand why you choose to do this story. Like, I am all for picking up the story of the Ring movies, all right? I personally, and even my buddy agreed with me when I said this, if they wanted to continue the Ring franchise, they could even do some of the same beats that are in this movie, all right? Spoilers, obviously, if you haven't seen these movies, but I just want to reiterate, because I understand a lot more people have probably seen the first two than have seen Rings, but... In case you care about spoilers for Rings, I'm going to give you a warning. Maybe come back to this after you've actually seen it. But the one thing that I do think is an interesting idea is having it be digital. I do like the idea of, you know, um, I wish I could think of his name, but I'll just call him Leonard. How Leonard started this whole, like, cafe where people come and watch the video and then make copies of it and then they find a tale for them to keep this thing going and it's like an experiment and he's figuring everything out that part of it I thought was a little interesting but only a little because here is my big problem with this movie is it just rehashes everything from the first movie almost fucking beat by beat and it doesn't even do it as good as that original Ring movie. Okay? We have characters who are thrown in a situation with a videotape where you're going to die in seven days. Alright? Then, characters starts having weird shit happen to them. Then, someone dies or something happens. Then they go do research. They go to the island. They do more research. They enter an old man character who has more to do with the story than they realize... Then they go do some more research. They find out what's actually going on. That person becomes a troublemaker. In this movie, that character is like the villain. And then they have to fight Samara a little bit more. And then that's it. And that's the movie. That is literally 
the formula for the original Ring movie. And they're doing it again. Yes, maybe the things we're finding out is something new. And and it's not anything that contradicts the story in The Ring 2 and 3. Like, so at least I, I guess I can give them a little bit of praise on that. At least they're not completely contradicting things that have been set up in the other ones. But it also doesn't fall in line with what the other movies did. And that's what I have a problem. If you are going to make another movie in a franchise, you got to at least pay attention and make sure it falls in line with what the other movies. You have to do two things concurrently. You have to make sure it doesn't contradict anything, but you also have to make sure it makes sense. The, the thing that would have been far more interesting to me is if you wanted to do a Ring 3, have it be Aiden. Years later, he's an adult now. Maybe he's in college, right? You know, maybe for some reason, maybe, you know, because they give that little thing at the end of Ring 2. Maybe it's over. Maybe it's not, you know? So it's not really a conclusion yet. So you could absolutely keep the story going with him, you know, and have him be in this position with Samara. Maybe Samara is trying to go after his body again or something, or trying to use him as a vessel, you know? Maybe maybe he's at college, and maybe some of his... You know? Because, look, I think Rings would be an interest... would be a good movie and an interesting story as a fourth movie. But you need that third movie to connect it between two and rings that is my that is one of my major issues the other thing too is you you've got you've got to uh how do i say you've got to construct the story better okay the cinematography was garbage in it the shot composition was awful in it okay the the script was terrible you might have like there is a good premise in there somewhere, right? There is a good premise in Rings, and I will give it that, okay? And maybe giving it as low of a score as I did is a little harsh, considering, but it's just honestly the way I felt, okay? You know, with The Ring and The Ring 2, I completely enjoyed my experience watching it. I wasn't bored at all. There were so many times where me and my friend... While watching the movie, it was like, oh, God, are you kidding me? We were just like, it was, it was, we were watching it because we wanted to be able to say we finally watched it. We weren't watching it because it was a movie we were enjoying. We were watching it because we're film junkies and we like film and we want to be able to have an educated opinion on something and we don't want to talk out of our asses. But this movie is a hot mess. You know, but... To finish what I was saying before, though, you could do this idea of this story, but have it be like Aiden's at college, you know? I mean, we meet this boyfriend at the beginning of the movie, and he's in college, and, you know, he's in a fraternity, it seems like, and, and you know, that's kind of, you know, like, Leonard is his professor at the college, so have so have a third movie where Aiden is in college, right? 
And maybe somehow there's a person at the college that find, like, that uh, finds the videotape, right? And we follow that story. Maybe, like, follow the story of Aiden and the college kid that we see at the beginning in the airplane, right? Because we know at the beginning the way that the professor gets the tape is at some garage sale or something where the dude like the dude's VCR is being sold and the videotape is still in the VCR so the easy connection is have a story that takes place with Aiden at college have the guy that dies at the beginning of rings be there right alright and he's got the tape and we go on a journey with Samara somehow and try to take over Aiden and Maybe you kill off Aiden. Maybe you don't. Who knows? But but at least that way we have some sort of introduction to, you know, these characters, right? Because my biggest problem is we're so focused on pushing the story forward that we don't have any of these small, quiet, character moments where we're, we're getting into the headspace of the character like one of my favorite scenes in that original ring movie because it doesn't do anything for the story but I love this moment where where Rachel and Noah are arguing have, are having that fight in the elevator because what it does is it completely puts you in the headspace that Rachel is in you know and you're not on her side you know like, she's being a complete bitch in this moment. But you are understanding where they are at and, and, and why they're at odds. And, like, it says so much without saying a lot at all. And it clues you into these characters, you know? So when something bad happens, you feel something. Like, like maybe not a lot, but you, you're, you're, you're connected to what's happening. I didn't have that at all. I did not give a shit. When any of these characters died. None of them. I didn't care. None of them. I didn't care that they were put in danger. I didn't I didn't care. There were no stakes for me. Because I didn't care. Because you didn't like we had like three different openings in the movie. And then for the rest of the movie we were stuck with people that I don't care about. Rings should be the perfect example of how not to continue a franchise this many years later. And the interesting thing is this is only like maybe 10 years later. Maybe a little between 8-10 years later. When, when Ghostbusters Afterlife is how many years after Ghostbusters 2? Brilliant. Such a good movie. Top Gun Maverick like 30 years later. Like, you know, and even to use a to, to use a series like, you have, uh, only even Scream Five, Scream Five, like, you know, a handful of years after, the one on four, picks up amazingly. Where that franchise left off, I just so if you want to know the score that I gave, rings. 
It's not even a whole point. It's 0.5 out of 10. It's half a point out of 10. That is what I give it. 0.5 stars out of 10. And look, I could I could get convinced to give it a 1, to give it a 1 out of 10. But that's as far as I'm going to go. Because I think this is the perfect example of everything you don't do with a movie. Especially a sequel. Alright? Now, I've taken some film classes and I've done some things. But I, I, the last thing I really want to talk is I want to talk a little bit more about the cinematography and the camera work in this movie. Okay? Now, I've taken a few film classes over the years. I know a little bit about it. But I, I've done more in terms of writing for things than I have anything else. But there are certain ways that you frame shots. And I understand the idea of doing things a little bit experimentally. But you have to be careful with that. And there's a difference between doing something experimental and just not knowing how to set up good shots. Why are you framing the person like all the way to the right of the screen their head isn't completely in the screen you're cutting their head off and we're not really able to see anything in the shot why is the camera down on the floor it looks like and you're you're aiming it up like in this room and i i understand maybe you're you're trying to show that this is like a big warehouse or a big creepy space but your your focus is so small on the other side of the room like it doesn't create this atmospheric shot it just looks garbage one of the things that i missed was both the ring and the ring 2 have beautiful cinematography beautiful camera work you know that was one of the things i I talked about with my bud as we were watching the first one like i love the cinematography in this movie like that is one thing that i i forgot about this movie because it it had been a while since I watched it but it's how great the cinematography is in this like there are so many shots in this movie where that could be on the back of a postcard you know that could be that would be something that I would put on my wall as artwork it's it's just it's beautiful the way it's framed the way it looks and rings there's none of that there's no shot there's no scenic shots there's no framed things that look like it's being done by somebody who knows what they're doing it was aggravating it was so aggravating to me but hey I saw it Riggs franchise in case anyone is curious I give um, the ring 7.5 out of 10 and I give the ring 2 7 out of 10 and yeah it's because I recognize the ring 2 is not as good of a movie as First Ring, but I just personally, I like The Ring 2 better. You know, so for me, it's Ring 2, The Ring, Rings, way, 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 way down. Um, so, yeah. Look, I don't know if anyone who's attached to The Rings franchise will ever hear this, but I hope to God, if you're gonna do another Rings movie in this franchise... Pick up the story where the Ring 2 left off. Look, if you don't want to follow the same beats and you want to try to do something different, great. But still pick up with the character of Aiden. Okay? You don't have to get, you know, um, Naomi Watts back if you don't want to. 
you know, although I think that would be cool. But, but pick up Aiden's story with Samara because there is still so much left to tell there. Until she's dead or he's dead, there is more to do with that. That is the story that I'm invested in. Because that's what the first two movies are about. So until that story is ended, I don't really care about other people. So that's all I have to say. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Peace out.